Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. I know you're nervous about our next guest. <laughs> Just correct titles, please. Uh, first time you're chatting to him, I believe? It is the first time I'm chatting to our Prime Minister. Good morning. Good morning, Lauren. Morning, oh, Scott. Yeah, Welcome back to the show. Jace down. You and I can just have a chat. I did say to Lauren before we went to air because she was nervous, Scomo, and I'm like, you need to use the full correct title, otherwise he could just Scomo's hang fine. Oh, he told me I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> of course he can. Oh, you know, I, I majored in politics at uni and I got kicked out twice, so I'm on my best behaviour today. <laughs> hey, um, mate, firstly, thanks for coming back on the show. Um, sure. the, the big question... Overseas travel, like we're all just hanging. I mean, look, I'm I'm hanging to go more than 15 k's at the moment, but mm. we're hanging to go overseas. When's it going to happen, and can we get home? Well, when you get to 80% vaccination in Victoria, just like New South Wales will be there next month, yep. and home quarantine is in place, so there's you know no obstacles for people to be able to you know space constraints for people to come back to quarantine at home. Mm-hmm. That's when it'll start. So that'll happen in New South Wales next month, and. Um, and, you know, provided the vaccination rates keep going up like they are in Victoria, I, I spoke to the Premier um, just over the last few days again, and um, we're getting on with getting preparations in place for, for, for that to occur in Victoria as well. What's the rough um, timeline? Like, what date should we be looking forward to? Well, look, I, I'd love to see it happening before the end of the year. Um, right. I'm sure the Premier would too. Um, what, and, do you, what do you realistically but, think? Well, I, I think that's achievable. I do okay. think that's achievable. I do think... I mean, it'd be great to see it happen next month in, in November, but that means you've got to get to 80% double-dose vaccinations across the state, yep. and you've got to get home quarantine up and running and at scale. So does that uh, mean it, this responsibility is falling back on our state premiers again and it'll happen sporadically as each state reaches that milestone? There's no national borders opening at once. Well, we can't open a state when their vaccination rates are below 80% because that will um, cause problems with the virus being able to spread um, more quickly. Yeah. And so that's the health advice. Um, mm-hmm. When you're coming into a place, you, that, that where they're coming into needs to have achieved 80% vaccination rates. And uh, and not all states are moving at the same pace as we've seen. I'm not going to hold states back like that, that have been surging ahead and, and, and getting their vaccination rates up. I wouldn't want to hold Victorians up because another state has still yet to get to that mark. And so we'll open it up as, as, as quickly as we can as, as states pass through those gates. And Victoria's, you know, they're, they're, they're picking up that pace, which is great to see. And the, we're working closely together with Victorian government to ensure that we can achieve that. And as soon as we get to those marks, it's not just the ability to be able to travel overseas, but uh, Victoria will open up more and more and more. Melbourne will open up, just like uh, Sydney will be starting to do from uh, next week. But so there's a chance that people from Sydney will be able to go to New York or London before we can go from Melbourne to visit our relatives in Queensland. Correct. Mate, what, That's hey, what's going to happen. Hey, um, in, in, in all honesty, because I sit there and I think this is where I've been struggling to get my head around things during the pandemic, because I always thought Prime Minister calls the shots, yeah. right? But when it comes to opening up our domestic borders, mm-hmm. right, and opening things up so I can go and see mum in Queensland and stuff like mm. that, um, if... Pastrami, I can never say her last name. If she, that's the one. If she says she doesn't want to open up, do you have the power to overrule her? Like a week ago. This has been one of the big myths of COVID. The states since you know nineteen oh one have had the power to stop people coming in yeah. on public health grounds. They have the clear right to do that if there is a public health reason for doing that. 
And that's that's always been that no special powers been given to them. So they've always the, had these powers behind closed doors in these cabinet meetings. What's mm. the vibe? Is she going to open up? Will WA open their borders? When when can we realistically look at being able to travel around our country? Well, what I am seeing is that Australians are starting to react. The more people get vaccinated. And that's why I talk about it as a deal. I've got a deal with the Australian people. Um, I believe the National Cabinet, all the Premiers and Chief Ministers have a deal and this is a deal that I know the Premier is seeking to honour and that is that once we get to those vaccination rates of 70 and 80% then we can go and do the things we used to be able to do. So you think when we get open slather... You think when we get to 80% those Premiers will drop their borders? That's the deal you've got with them? They should. They should. What if they don't? Whether they do or not. what What if they don't? Well, I think that the eighty percent of residents who live in their states will be pretty disappointed about that, and then we live in a democracy. So, look, I think it's important that we keep our side of the deal. We said that uh, we want people to get vaccinated so we can open the country up again, and yeah. and that's the plan we're working to. That's the plan New South Wales, Victoria are working to, South yeah. Australia, um, and and many others. And look, you know, it's just a, a matter of 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 getting there and uh, keep encouraging people to do the right thing on mm. that. Um, the health advice we've got is consistent with that. And, uh, you know, you can't... If, if not at 80%, then when? Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm hearing you, mate. And it's, it's, it's so funny because we're frustrated sitting here. You're the Prime Minister of the country and, it, like, it must be equally as frustrating for you. You know a guy called a gatter can get you across the border? <laughs> well, <laughs> it is, but, you know, that's, that's the nature of this job. You've got to work within Why? the rules and the, the rules make it very clear what powers the Premiers have. And with those powers come responsibilities. Yeah, OK. And well, so the fact that you know you just, people from Melbourne or, or Sydney will be able to go to Bali or Fiji before they can take a holiday in Queensland, it's, I'm quite sure tourism operators in Queensland yeah. aren't too plussed about no, that. With crazy. great power comes responsibility. Do you just quote Spider-Man at me? <laughs> 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 You've been watching May a few happen. movies, Scamo. <laughs> there you go. My, my daughter's big into Marvel at the moment. <laughs> She's huge into Marvel. Well, do you walk past the TV and go, I like that quote, and I'll you right that. <laughs> um, hey, uh, just quickly before we let you go, um, what's what's this pill I'm hearing about on yeah. the news at the moment, where well, we, sure. we can use it to fight COVID if we catch it? Yeah, look, first of all, the best protection against COVID is the vaccine. So it's not a substitute we're, for getting the vaccine. No, right. We're all um, double jabbed in here. Fantastic. Um, Molnupiravir is what it's called. It's yep. a tablet. It's a course of, of tablets you take. There's 10 of them. Uh, we've ordered 300,000 courses of this. Now, to put that in perspective, 113,000 people have contracted COVID in the past two years. Right. So almost three times the number of people have contracted it. That's how many courses we've ordered. It's in its final stages of trials over the next couple of months in the United States. What it is, you can take it at home um, and you can get it from your, from your pharmacist with a prescription once it's approved. That means that it reduces the likelihood of you developing very serious COVID. Mm-hmm. So it keeps you out of the ICU, keeps you out of hospital, right. reduces the pressure on the hospital system. We currently have two other treatments that aren't in a tablet form. They're, uh, they're injection, they're intravenous um, um, treatment. Right. They're called citravimab and remdesivir, and you get those in hospital. But what this means is that 300,000 courses, people will be able to, whether you're out in the bush, yeah. so you don't have problems mm. of cold storage chains and all that, yeah. this will really help revolutionise how we treat COVID when we're living with COVID. Lauren brought up a good point earlier, and it's such a, and, and you touched on it as well. It doesn't mean you don't get the jab. Well, that's the thing. Do you yeah. think this is going to make people hold back and say, oh, I don't need the jab because we've got this pill that'll save us anyway? You need both. 
Um, yes, in, in, the, in the rare case that you might end up getting COVID if you've been vaccinated, and that's not impossible, then this treatment um, will ensure that you don't develop as serious an illness. Um, but the best protection is vaccine. Why? Yeah. 86% chance, less chance of you ending up in an ICU if you're yeah. vaccinated. Yeah, and absolutely. a 90% reduced chance of you dying. Mm-hmm. So they're two pretty good reasons to get vaccinated. <laughs> um, but if, if you do find yourself still contracting the virus, then these treatments, will ensure that even though we'll get plenty of cases when we start up eating up again, cases is not what's going to matter. What's yeah. going to matter is the pressure on our hospital system. 100%. I know the Victorian government's preparing for that. Yep. Uh, we've been planning together for that. We'll get through it. Uh, and this is another thing that will take the pressure off and enable us to live with COVID uh, because that's where we've got to get to. Hey, uh, just before we let you go, the, the whole reason I was saying to Lauren she's got to address you by name and stuff is I'm sure you haven't seen this clip float around, but I know there was this awkward moment the other day with Joe Biden. Thank you. Over to you, Mr. President. Thank you, Boris. And, <laughs> and I want to thank uh, that fellow down under. Thank you very much, pal. Oh, Appreciate no. it, Prime Minister. There you go. We're pals. Scott, be honest. Were you just thinking, come on, please, Joe, get there. Can I tell you, it doesn't matter I mean, how long you've been in this business, what we do, uh, this happens to you from time to time. Yeah. It actually hey, does. Have it's you ever to me. forgotten? Yeah, who, who, have you, who have you forgotten? Oh, I've forgotten. Do you just go, what's your go-to? You just go, thank you, mate. Oh, well, that's the great thing about it in, in Australia. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think every Australian has found themselves in that situation from time to time. Same, But mate. we had a great meeting when we were in Washington. Um, the, the US President, uh, Joe Biden, he is... He gets Australia. Yeah. Um, that's certainly my understanding of it. Yeah. And uh, and we had really good meetings, and they're with us. They yeah. are so with us, as are the Brits and Boris, uh, who's fantastic. Oh, what's it like to travel overseas, Scott? Oh, so well, it won't free. be too long. It won't be too long. <laughs> Dusting off the passport. I can't wait. Dan, Dan and I are working hard to get that happening in Victoria. Oh. So. All right, mate. Well, uh, always fun having you on the air. Thanks for dropping by again. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Lauren. See Thanks, you, mate. mate. All right, just gone four past eight. ScoMo there on the air at Kiss. Mate, that's it. You just got to call everyone, mate. Do you forget his name at the end? Nah. Well, first of all, you told me I had to call him Mr. Prime Minister for the whole interview, <laughs> and by the end, we're calling him mate. I love this country sometimes. Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.